Geekade's Pain in the Ass Thon 2019 is almost here, where Geekade's staff goes head to head with some of the most pain in the ass video games there are for 24 hours to raise money for the Colorectal Cancer Alliance and help stomp out the disease for good. This year, you'll see the Mutant Musings podcast take on the Mega Man X Legacy Collection and the Stone Age Gamer podcast take on Contra Hardcore. You'll see special guests like Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast taking on Atari's Raiders of the Lost Ark and Speedrunner Glitchwitch taking on Super Ghouls and Ghosts and a whole lot more. It all starts August 10th at 10 a.m. and continues for 24 hours straight, finishing off with the Vest Lord himself taking on his nemesis, Bubsy, this time on the Atari Jaguar. Plus, stick around after the show for a series of bonus rounds from Samwise Gamgee, Poorly Played Games and Level Up Entertainment, The Whip Around Podcast, and Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Help Geekade and the Colorectal Cancer Alliance put an end to colon cancer and go to pitathon.com now. That's P-I-T-A-T-H-O-N.com. And tune in to twitch.tv slash geekade on August 10th at 10 a.m. to see the show. Wish us luck. We're going to need it. This episode is brought to you by geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. A long time ago, we used to be friends, but I haven't thought Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. For the gram! And the amazing Chris Randazzo. Okay, but I like him well done. We here on this week's episode talk television. This week was Karen's pick. She chose Veronica Mars season four. And by God, we all finished the entire season. That is a first. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Pick a show. We'll watch it. We'll We'll fit it into this the schedule. Um, so, Miss Karen, yes, you wanted to revisit as we we all did. I mean, we truly wanted to go back to this world, and everybody wants more Mars. It's so true. Um, I am so pleased that you made this choice. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was like one of the I don't want to say... I guess it's a revival, right? Uh, yeah. It's sure. one of the best revivals I've seen. Yeah. How it I, sure wh- was really good. What does that okay. mean? Okay. <laughs> I know we have a spoiler warning on this on the every episode of the show right at the top, but I just want to reemphasize that we are going to discuss the entire season. <laughs> we are going to spoil I, the shit out of this show. <laughs> and I say that because... 
and we can get into it later, but I was spoiled. Aww. Not because I went looking for spoilers, but I, you know, follow various Veronica Mars involved people on social media and uh, there were tweets like days after the season came out mm-hmm. that were and Instagram posts trying to be cute but not really succeeding at not being spoilery. Like, yeah, like if you've got a brain so in your so, head. Dis, you know, this, act, this Veronica Mars actor so, uh, discusses his explosive fate. Oh, uh, that. Boo. Wait, no, that could go for either one of them, though. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because, but you know what account you're following, so you know what oh, they're talking Oh, it was ta- for the account about. holder. Mm. Oh, I thought it was like one of those, you know... We did um, there an were interview. multiple sources. See, that's yeah, not there was cool. an interview with the with the affected actor. So <sighs> yeah, so I knew it was coming the whole time. Anyway, let's talk about this this season in so, general. So, if, for, right. for to start with, okay. So here was the thing: you <clears throat> said that something was spoiled for you, now, and I appreciate you not saying what was actually spoiled, um, because I knew something horrible was going to happen just for the sheer fact that you said something got spoiled. Now, for the entirety of the season, there were two, like, as I'm watching it, there were two crosshairs on two characters for the entirety of the episode. Her father and her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Logan and Keith. And I don't... See, now, you you thought there were crosshairs on Logan? I didn't even... No, no, no. I, I, when I say crosshairs, I don't mean like someone was hunting him. I mean, she's showing emotion. There's relationship shit going on. This is the possibility of some. This is where it could go sideways for her. Then the entirety of the episode, they showed a weakened version of Keith. So I was like, when is when is that other shoe going to drop? When And they kept throwing that, you know his memory stuff and then there was the whole gun loading incident and like they kept leading you to believe that something horrible was going to happen to him. They had him hanging out with the guy that you were supposed to believe was the main bad guy (laughs) for the Mm -hmm. entirety of the season. So I truly thought something bad was going to happen to Keith. Yeah, I had a suspicion that that Keith was going to die in this season. I had that I mean, feeling in my they gut. Gave him a medical condition, or they pseudo gave him a medical condition. <laughs> that's that's writing. That's in the that's 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 what's that called? Uh, where uh, foreshadowing? <laughs> that's the word I was words I was looking for. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> I, so, all in all, I mean. I loved it. So, Karen, mm-hmm. go. <laughs> um, I really thought it was a return to form. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they did a great job uh, with the whole s- season story as a whole. Um, the one one thing I thought I think the show's always done well is keeping you guessing mm-hmm. without being cheap. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this show never had to resort to any anything cheap. You legitimately, it could have been 
a number of different people right up until the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like literally when they're at the graduation and they're pulling up going, oh my God, you know, something. I still was like, I'm not 100% sure who it is. Right. Same here. Yeah. I wasn't sure Patton Oswalt was, you know, a bad guy until he did his whole bad guy monologue in the car. Like, I was, <laughs> like you saw him defuse the bomb and then get back into the car. You're like, well, maybe he just knew about the bomb. I, yeah, I still, I was not 100% certain yet. I, like, they could still talk their way out of this because this show is very well written. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately at one point was like, there's no way it's him because it's too easy. But then it was him, but it wasn't like... <laughs> But they didn't because make it, it was too they didn't easy. go down that easy route. <laughs> exactly. It's so at the same time as I'm watching this season of Veronica Mars, I'm also watching season three of A Good Place. Mm-hmm. And it is shocking how similar the two characters are, not necessarily in <laughs> attitude, <laughs> but they're like the wittiness. I really like Kristen Bell. Oh, she's great. Everybody did a phenomenal job in this. Mm-hmm. Like they they brought back the right amount of returning characters. Like not everybody mm-hmm. showed up, but just enough. Like I thought the I thought for sure, seeing as a lot of the computery stuff that they were doing, like the the murderhead stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I was sad Mac wasn't there. Mac, I like I don't know. And for a split second at the very beginning, I I, I honestly. There was, um, who was the woman? Uh, She was doing a job for a woman who is uh, being spied on. And Mm -hmm. I thought, is that, is that Mac? And then they went down. No, that was Cordelia, wasn't it? No, no, no. no, That was somebody else I know. (laughs) Why did I know her? Um, I know she was on a show called Happy Endings, but I don't think you know her from that. No, it wasn't that, but I definitely know her from something. Yes. Oh, she was on the, she was in the, 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 the new Scrubs. Remember yes, the, she, was. she was the she she was the she liked the big boys. That yes. was her thing. She was a chubby chaser. I remember that. Good job. Um, um I actually did read about Tina Majorino and why she wasn't in the series because uh, she sat down with Rob Thomas when they were developing it, mm-hmm. and um, he explained that the series was going in a direction moving away from. Veronica being tied to her high school past mm-hmm. and that Mac was, you know, she, they they had they had written her in if she wanted to be they would write her in if she wanted to be in, but she wasn't going to have her own storyline. Okay. And Tina Majorino was like, "I respect what you're doing, but uh, I, you know, I love this character and I want if I I'm going to play her, I want, you know, her to have something real to do." So and that totally makes sense. And at yeah. the same instance, if they were to add her in, there is mm-hmm. no need for the 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 murderhead characters being tied in to to become helpful. Mm-hmm. Because like there was I don't know one or two episodes where they were actually working, air quoting that with Veronica's team. Right. Yeah, they were doing a background checks is where they excel deep background checks (laughs) deep background checks (laughs) there were one or two murderheads i'm pretty sure never spoke like a couple of guys on the computer i was like has that guy said anything and the unfortunate part is one of them spoke way too much (laughs) that i was so fine with him being dead (laughs) yeah he sucked (laughs) i mean that actor is like 
you know, he's good at that. Yes, he is. He's very good at playing that particular role. Um, and he was a good red herring, too. Yeah, up until the point in time, they, they showed his his body, and then he had, the, like, as soon as I saw he had a bullet hole in his forehead, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, no, it's it's not, it ain't him. That's They're going to tie that in because, you know, that's not a suicide thing, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And they didn't even touch on that. Like, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a, kind uh, of no time. <laughs> it, it, this show, eight episodes, right? Yep. Flew by for me. Well, the yeah, first one was, it was, a, was super. It was. It was super tight. It was like not. There wasn't anything wasted. Yeah, they really did not screw around uh, on this. If anything was wasted, it was like the scenes between the two Mexican dudes who were like just you know having conversations <laughs> just be about there, life. Man. Like it was borderline <laughs> stereotypical. But that character, <laughs> and I get it. Like they guy, were having. They they their part of the story was a slow burn. But you wanted to not forget they they were there entirely. So I, I get what they were doing with them. And the amount of times that the phrase "big dick" was said in this <laughs> show—way too much. Like God bless Hulu. <laughs> like that's—I never knew that um, cursing was, was what was missing from Veronica Mars. And you know, was, and yet that whole like cuss thing. Yeah, that like at first that, that kind of exactly kind of threw me. I was like, why aren't they just swearing all the time since they're allowed to? But like, I get it. Like they're not allowed to like swear constantly. Like Hulu doesn't want like you and, know. And yet again, a very nice tie to the good place. Like they did. They yes, <laughs> also that. I, and they, they put it in seamlessly like they they use that cussing terminology and then mm-hmm. there was like they, they wrote it in like oh no we're just having this contest to see who can go the longest mm-hmm. and son of she has lasted five months or something like that yeah. like, <laughs> didn't think it would last a week all right so the storyline all right so the the crime played out really well the pacing of all of the, the parts moved really well. And then in the same time, her whole relationship stuff, mm-hmm. like usually that, that weighs or slows episodes down because it's it's completely different, especially with this form of entertainment, this this crime drama, if you will. Um they it was done really well. Yeah, like, and it made total sense to me that they were kind of like in a, you know, strained kind of place because that's where <clears throat> two people who grew up how they were, how they did, would be like, you know, with Logan and his anger issues and his therapy and her just being completely fucked up and like, God damn it, people on TV, when someone tells you to go to therapy, you go to therapy, just go to therapy. <laughs> Why don't you go to therapy? It, it yeah whenever they bring up if they're telling you in the show to go to therapy it is absolutely the right move and it hardly ever happens right so unless that's like particularly what the show is about now <laughs> logan's i unfortunately only remember the early 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 logan mm-hmm. and then the movie logan like, I don't mm. remember much in the middle. Like, I definitely have to do a rewatch, and, and Angela <laughs> and I will, will will most likely, in the very near future, do a rewatch. Um, I, I, it, I don't want to say he's, 
he has changed 180, right? Like, no, 180 is completely around. Like, right? No, that's 360. Yeah, yeah. So 180 one, degrees, right? 360 is all the way around, <laughs> which would mean he's still, still a jerk. Okay. But uh, no, he's he's done a complete 180, and you know he joined the military and uh, got therapy, so it makes sense. Okay. Um, and that was really a lot of. I, I, have we actually said that he's the that we've actually given the spoiler yet? No. Okay. No. The spoiler. The spoiler is, and the reason that I was angry at the season is that they fucking blow him up. They blow up Logan. <laughs> and, or so we're led to believe. Or so we're led to believe. This I is mean, television, I and I didn't see a body. And believe me, that thought has crossed my crossed my mind a great many times. But it's still... And, like, I read their whole reasoning behind it online. And what? on Why? one hand, what I... Was it? So, Logan was an asshole, and that was a lot of fun. And then they changed him, and you know he grew. And since he was the you know, the love interest of the protagonist, that is essentially a bit more boring. And so they didn't really have anywhere else to go with him. So they fucking killed him. And that's 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 where I draw the line of where I agree with him. Like, okay, sure, you didn't have a whole lot more places to go with the the character, but but that's not true like, that's fine and i agree that's not necessarily true but even if you personally don't have a lot more places to go with that character he's a beloved character and it was really mean to do that to veronica and like i know it's a fictional character but just from a, a no, it's you not. want us to care about these characters right mm-hmm. when they killed wash that was incredibly mean, but holy crap, did it mean something. It changed the way you viewed the rest of that movie. It was now any anyone's on the table. Any one of these characters could die for the rest of this movie. This is terrifying. I hated that they killed Wash, but I 100% agreed with that decision because it made narrative sense. It was a really well-used tool. Yes. This was, I don't know what else to do with him. Let's just blow him up because it'll be fucking mean and it'll sever ties uh, and, and get us to this place where we want to be as far as like Veronica not having anything to do with her schoolmates anymore. And we don't really know what else to do with this character anyway. But you don't need to do something else with him. He could be a background character. He could be a fucking cameo for all I care. I just thought that it was completely and totally unnecessary. And I understand that I guess it's somewhat it's somewhat interesting to see what's happening but what happens to veronica after this but at the same time i would have been happy to see what veronica would have been like with this sliver of joy in her life and now i know that she came to the conclusion that she wanted to marry logan relatively haphazardly i think and that could have caused a whole heck of a lot of problems down the road like Maybe she didn't really want to marry him. She didn't. They didn't actually solve any of those problems. It was just she. Cha- she had that feeling from that near death experience. Uh, There's some plot for you. Yeah. <laughs> Explore that. But he could have been like okay. So I I I was as you're talking about this. He could have been for fu- future episodes a moral anchor for her because he changed greatly and he kept pushing her to say to be more for veronica do what she needs to do or what she wants to do and they must have said that half a dozen times in these episodes and when you like 
when you, on the surface it looks like she is doing whatever the hell she wants to do but then when you you really think about it and look within this like deeper into the stories she's not you know no, she did the law she did she went to school she did all the but she came back for other reasons other than herself and him bringing that to her attention she immediately fought it and that is that's a whole other avenue that they could have gone down or for you know future storytelling possibilities but it i it, the way it happened it felt like he didn't want to do the part anymore like it felt like it was written as an afterthought the whole situation it yeah it did it just seemed like you know what this would be really mean this would probably piss a lot of people off this would this would get us some shock value it felt it felt cheap on top of a really really well done season of television and you know not just because i was attached to these characters but like there were there isn't very much in the way of happy endings for veronica in her life you know mm-hmm. there is there is a shit ton of just badness and pain and suffering and that's less it's good it is part of that character it's what makes this show interesting but could you just give her a little bit of a win you know could you just give her this you know they went she gets the glimmer of a win she does like she can see the win uh, in the distance sort of yeah and like it was great that keith got better that was fantastic Mm -hmm. i really really liked that but like come on man (laughs) can i just uh yeah can i just seize on what you're saying about veronica not getting happy endings um listen there isn't i don't um i I mean i'm just speaking from my personal experience of me and the entire internet but (laughs) i'm pretty sure i'm the biggest logan veronica fan there is okay and i disagree with you guys I'm not happy that he's dead. I don't like it, but I get it. And in terms of her career as a PI and like involving him in her story as a detective, there's nothing for him to do other than what he did with this senator dude. Like as a as a function of the detective story, he's got no role. As a, you know, more developing relationship stuff i grant you that there is more stuff to explore there with the two of them but that's not what they're trying to do with this show moving forward but really i think the most compelling argument for them doing this is um that the show has always strived to be a noir and in a noir the protagonist does not get a happy end they don't get a win. They might get a sliver of a win, which, like we said, they got it with Keith getting better. But she, like, I, I really liked the way it ended on a down note with, you know, Logan being dead. And even though they caught the bomber, the town's still, like, changing in, you know, in a direction that they were trying to prevent. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I felt like that was a natural progression of the way this show has always been and i know it's not a popular opinion but i agree with all of those things except for the death have him leave have something happen what if the fact that they just 
killed him, like just blew him up unceremoniously like that, just seemed like, all right, like get him out of the picture to do what you're talking about. But they've now completely cut the, you know, cut off any possibility of seeing that character ever again. And it's just, that seemed like a little too brutal. It definitely does suck, but that shot of her, the way, I mean, obviously they did the explosion off camera because explosions are expensive, <laughs> but also the way Flashing they... Flashing lights or not, just through the window, throw some glass. They stayed, they stayed with her, you know, she got blown back onto the bed, and they just stayed on her face, and she, she went through all these emotions in like, you know, 10 or 15 seconds of like first just being devastated of what actually happened and like some regret like if she had figured it out a little sooner it wouldn't have happened and then just the hardness on her face that really 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 stuck with me and i'm like i really want to see how this impacts this person i hope they come back and make another season so i can see what what she's like given this like i mean lily kane was 15 years ago and that was horrible and her rape was 15 years ago, and that was horrible. And it's taken her 15 years to get to this, like, place where she's, you know, doing what she's doing with her life. And now another fucking horrible thing happens to her. And now I want to know what happens. And I know that's probably, you know, everybody else is just going to be bad that he's dead. And I don't like that he's dead either. I love Logan and Veronica. But... I find it really interesting. I understand. I, I I I agree with most everything that you're saying, except for the fact of how unceremoniously it was done. If it was in protection, it was sort of in protection of her, his death, but it, it was by happenstance. Mm-hmm. Like, had he thrown himself in front of a bullet or, you know, got whatever just more a direct cause and effect kind of thing for her i think that would have been more satisfying that that definitely would have been satisfying but i just think it's interesting like this was the final like <laughs> strike from the grave from this from the pat oswald character it was like you got me but guess what motherfucker i got you and now she's got to move forward with this like knowledge that yeah she won but she still lost and everything he said was going to happen happened he's you know got book deals and only 40% of people actually believe he did it and and so now how does she move forward and keep going on trying to do what she does knowing that that dude was right i don't know i hope we get to see and i truly do it's not like kristen bell is aging at all i mean that's true like (laughs) i i I don't know man it just seemed like 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 you said you know her best friend was murdered and uh then she was raped like all right well i guess she hasn't had something horrible like truly unbelievably horrible happen to her in a while so it's a good thing they did that like i don't know i kind of feel like having your best friend murdered at a young age and then getting raped that's kind of terrible enough for one lifetime, you know? Uh, but okay. I guess we need to see her go through even more. And at at a certain point, it just seems like torture porn. It just seems like 
putting putting a character through shit for the sake of doing it, not for the sake of anything else. Like, all right, what's the worst thing we can think of? Let's fucking blow up Logan, like, 20 minutes after they get married. Because, not because of any other reason than that's the worst thing we can think of to do to this character. And it just See, seems like, I, I, in bad faith. I don't know. I did, I did not like that particular thing. Honestly, I think the worst thing that could have happened would be the death of her father. Like that, no matter what the relationship between Veronica and Logan is, the, the relationship between Veronica and her dad is one of those mythical relationships. Yeah, I mean, that's always been there her entire life. It's always been good. And to lose that, I think, would have been too much for me. If seeing Logan, well, knowing that Logan is allegedly not there anymore... It sucks, and I would have liked to seen another aspect of her 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 character because you don't we don't see that side we don't see the softer side of Veronica very often. We see that hard edged noir mm-hmm. girl, and and I the, the that changeover you know with and she had that dream which that was a whole storyline that I was I got upset when that and I. <laughs> I honestly thought it was real up until the point Me in time, too. like you saw um, Wallace, Wallace in the room. <laughs> like two seconds before they showed Wallace, I was like, wait, could this be a dream? And then it was. Uh, I was she actually said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's the stuff that I expected. Mm-hmm. And to see her after that near-death experience, after everything that happened between in that situation with her and her father and so, so on and so forth, <clears throat> her mindset went to like the fact that she said out loud, the only thing that I thought was I I'm not going to see Logan or, or like mm-hmm. th- I want to see that side of her. And now I'm not because it's going to be in, it's going to be clouded or, or covered in that loss category. Like now it's an afterthought. There's no more, like I, I will be upset if they bring another love interest in. Yeah, I don't think that we're gonna see that. Yeah, I don't think so either. But also, to to kind of what Evan what Evan's saying is, we're now we are going to continue to see the same Veronica, you know, because she's always been the Veronica who has been recovering from some sort of horrible tragedy. That's always been the character that, that we've seen. I was interested to see, okay, how does this character react when there are positive things in her life? What does married Veronica work like? You know, how does she make that kind of life work? Because we've never seen that before. And now we're never going to see that because we're going to continue. We're just going to see a grown up version of the Veronica that we've seen before the Veronica that is dealing with tragedy. And that's great. It's the character that we've all fallen in love with, but it is not a new, it's not a new and interesting thing. It's an old and interesting thing. And I would have been far more interested to see a new and interesting version of Veronica. Even if Logan's role going forward was nothing more than like the dude she comes home to, like just as smaller cameo appearances. Like I don't necessarily care about Logan per se developing further outside of like very minor things. I care about the difference that he makes in her life. And we don't get to see that now. We get to see exactly what we've seen before. And 
I, and I love that. Don't get me wrong. I think Veronica is such an amazingly awesome character. It's the, one of the main reasons I like the show, but I was excited to see something truly different. And I'm sad that we're not going to get that because they thought it would be cool to blow, blow the fuck up. Let me, let me, I, can I throw ahead. out one thing mm-hmm. in, in, in the thought of seeing a different side of Veronica with the whole inter- in the, um, the incorporation of the younger female character. Um, oh crap! I'm blanking on her name. The Maddie. Maddie. Veronica Junior. Ver- yes. Right now, that as I saw that start to progress, I could see that like being a mirror for Veronica, so that mm-hmm. she could. What can she do with this? Okay, given the option, will she train this girl to be her? Or a better version of her, or a different version of her. You know, it's all going to be in some way, shape, or form a small Veronica. But is it going to be this child has already seen her father die, has seen a dude beheaded? Like, she's got some shit on her plate as well. Which, it's about time somebody beheaded a big dick. Big dick. <laughs> <laughs> with, with his Sorry. own samurai sword, mind you. <laughs> That, as soon sword. as I saw that samurai sword, I was like, oh, that's how Dick Yay. is going to die. And you then when I... he stabbed him, I was like, man, did they miss an opportunity? Oh, shit. No, they didn't. You know what I thought when I saw the samurai sword, specifically when, you know, Big Dick decided to start walking around with it. I was like, how is Dick Jr. the best Casablancas? <laughs> like, how is that possible? What a shitty family. <laughs> yeah, um, true. But <laughs> to what you were saying about wanting to see a, a different or a, a, a Veronica with the effect that Logan has on her, I think I would argue that we are going to see that um, if we get more because um, that that little button on the end with the voicemail to the therapist about how he wants to marry her because she's tough and all that's because she is Veronica, Veronica yeah and Veronica had trauma in you know the original seasons and um she dealt with it by you know working these cases and trying to find the people who did the wrong and all that stuff and she did great and she you know caught all the bad guys and was awesome um but that didn't mean that she got better but I think this season with her development with Logan with their with their arguments and the way they kind of work through their relationship. And by the end, uh, he, you know, even in death convinced her to go to therapy and get help and find a different way to deal with her trauma. I think that's going to be an interesting thing to see of, you know, what this Veronica who has some coping skills looks like. And that came from Logan, even if he's gone. It's true. There is a you yeah. have a point there. Don't get me wrong, I'm still mad he's dead. <laughs> and I'm but I'm most mad and like people on the people on Twitter who um might be listening might be <clears throat> might be listening to hear me say how mad I am that he's dead. I am mad, but I'm mostly mad that I got spoiled about it. I'm going to die mad about that. <laughs> I, I, I am, yeah, that's a pretty terrible yeah. thing to get spoiled on. That's like you know, so early, when, earlier this year when I got spoiled on uh, Avengers. And you guys, like, when did you see it coming? 
when she as soon as he wa- no, when he walked outside. Okay. As soon as he walked outside, like, okay, everything's sunshine and roses and happy, you know, everything's going well. Oh, no, that stupid, you know, alternate side of the street parking thing. I did not think it was going to be, you know, uh, what's his face? I didn't think it was going to be because of the, um, I didn't think it was going to be Patton Oswalt's character that had, like, left a bomb in there. I didn't, didn't see that coming. I just thought it was going to be like... I thought it was going to be more random than that. Um, did oh. either of you guys watch um, uh, Rescue Me? Yes. Mm-mm. I thought it was going to be when, like, when Dennis Leary lost his son. It was just like, and he was outside playing, and then some car drove by and fucking ran over his kid yeah. because he wasn't looking at him for like a split second. Some car drove by, and it was a completely random act of like, well, shit sucks. <laughs> I thought that's. I thought he was just going to get fucking clipped or something. That's what I thought was going to happen. As soon as I saw the text message, I knew the car was going to blow up, but I thought it was going to be because of the Mexicans. Because the last mm. interaction that I recalled was the Mexicans sitting outside of the house watching the car. And mm-hmm. I couldn't... I remember there being an interaction about having to move the car, but I, I couldn't... At that second, I couldn't remember if they actually moved the car. So I like I started playing through my head. Did they did they drive her car to the crime scene? Like did they actually have a thing with the car? And then by that time, it blew up, and they started to play through, or you know, they started to, they played through the whole mm-hmm. storyline. The fla- yeah, the flashback of when he put the backpack in. Yeah. So, but I knew as soon as that text message popped up, I'm like, oh, shit, he's he's gone. That car is going to blow up. And I thought they would actually show the car blowing up, just not. But I get it. It's expensive. After I've, the car blew up, I was just like, oh, shit, he's going to be like a vegetable. And like she's going to have to like deal with the fact that he's not, not not dead, but he's like just in a coma or some shit like that. And maybe someday he'll get he'll he'll wake back up, but he'll never be the same or something like that. I, I, I thought that he moved the car or was able to move the car or wasn't in the car and that he got um, physically damaged so he couldn't do his military thing anymore. Navy stuff anymore. And that he was going to go back to being the old Logan. Like that played through my head. Knowing that it was coming, I was, and after they caught the bomber, I was like, oh, I think he's going to go back on military duty and get blown up and she's going to be like a military widow. Because I didn't, I just didn't see the car thing coming, like you said, until he got the alert about the mm-hmm. the parking. But <sighs> all right, I want to touch touch real quickly before we cut for the break on the returning cast of characters that showed up. How did you feel about how they handled them? Um, I think personally, <laughs> everybody was handled very well, except for um, the the Hispanic kid. Weevil? Weevil. Oh, God. I loved uh, that. The yeah, only thing that I was, was really missing... I was happy about Weevil. Uh, the only thing for me that was missing from that was um, I wanted that scene to be blocked slightly differently so that um, Weevil's bike pulled up to Keith's car so that he could still exchange that really meaningful look with Veronica, but then he would look over at Keith and they would have a little Eli, Sheriff. <laughs> And they didn't do that. I was really bummed. Yeah, that would. I don't want you to get nice. me wrong. I like Weevil. I I like his character. I like their interaction. I felt as the the drama of it was a mm-hmm. little too heavy handed. 
It was a little annoying to me that the thing that caused the, their fight was something that happened off screen in the time yeah. between the movie and the show. And like it was, it was, I, I it was like under, like I understood exactly that whole story. I would just like to see, see it, it play out, you know, because like I remember being very interested in where he landed at the end. It was at the movie, right? Yeah, where it was he the movie when he got had, shot. You know, he got shot and he had the family and everything and he decided to go back into crime. And I was like, that is so freaking heartbreaking. And it was still heartbreaking to see him where he is in life. But at the same time, it was cool to see him, you know, put that aside long enough to help you know to stop veronica from getting murdered because clearly the two of them are at odds but not so much that they want to see the other one dead Mm. i I was i was really really happy with the whole weevil thing because it did show that there was you know still there was still something there i see and and that was i guess the problem for me was that the the incident happened off camera or off show Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize, I, from, from what I remembered, they were closer than that. Mm-hmm. And how all of a sudden it was, you know, full-blown drama. Like, there was no lead-in to it kind of thing. Yeah, it since was, we haven't seen them for, you know, five years or something. Right. It's It was jarring that they were as mad at each other as they were. See, I just kind of looked at it like, I mean, I recently did a, a rewatch of Parks and Rec. I just looked at it like the whole last season of Parks and Rec where Leslie and Ron were like at each other's throats and you will eventually find out how that happened uh, and I just you know kind of it was less of a mystery to put those pieces together because you know with Ron and Leslie you're just like what could possibly have happened and uh, it was more played up like ridiculous comedy and in this one it's just like well I remember where they left these characters so yeah it, uh, I, it makes sense that something probably pretty bad went down and it does suck that we didn't actually get to see that but i was still okay with overall the way they handled it all right so that um damn it i'm blanking on the other pi's name Vinny. <laughs> think they handled Vinny perfectly <laughs> oh yeah. yeah as always he is a one trick <laughs> pony but i god damn it i like that trick, trick. <laughs> it's a good good trick um, I'm always hoping that he's gonna like say he wants to dip, dip his balls, balls in, in it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and come on, they were in a strip club. Prime I mean, opportunity. That character definitely would. Uh-huh. Um, and lastly, the the other the the lawyer character, Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Um, I think they gave him just the slightest progression that I thought felt for me felt perfect that cliff and keith had some sort of relationship that they were like friends and they shared information with each other that little um i should say personal information that little interaction where where uh, veronica was talking to him about you know her dad's memory loss Mm -hmm. and he and like cliff went away and this actor showed up and just said it's not my place to tell you talk to your father and yeah, I really liked that interaction. I was like, "Whoa, okay, like, well done, sir." Because you, I didn't expect that from him at all, right? And I thought they did really. I, I, I don't. They, it's like I said, one of the best revivals I've ever seen, and they sort of left it open for more, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
Veronica Mars on the road, traveling from city to city, solving crimes. I think that's what they they've said they're going they they will go to in the future is more of a. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what did he say? It was I, like I uh, murder, she, murder wrote, she wrote, yeah, and um, petticoat junction maybe. <laughs> But like modern, obviously, no petticoats. <laughs> right, no petticoats. Um, but yeah, that's what they want to focus on is more her just working cases and less personal stuff. Um, I agree with you that I think all the returning characters were fantastic, um, including Leo. I really liked how they handled the whole thing with Leo. I thought there was just enough tension, just enough hints of like, uh-oh, is she going to fuck this all up? And we, we got all, the come on. extremely satisfying sex dream when scene. that dream happened we all saw it cut we like oh don't do that like all three right. of us went oh man you're making a mistake and we all believed it was possible and that right that shows but how well they did that interaction between the two of them at the same time those of those people in the world who ship veronica and leo who you know i have been at times when logan wasn't a possibility um i I love the two of them together. And so like that having it as a dream was a great way for me to get a couple of minutes of that, like them getting together, me gets, and I get to see that without it actually being real. And also, as you're saying, Kristen Bell doesn't age. I mostly agree, except when I see her with him and I'm like, no, she did age because now this isn't creepy. He's <laughs> like, now this is to adults, and I, I feel much better about it. The overall, fantastic. The new characters that they showed. The yeah, old I character. really like J.K. Simmons. I he, thought he was really great. I mean, you know, big big shocker there, but uh, I I liked his character because he wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting him to be like mustache twirling. I expected him to be the bad guy straight through straight like yeah i expected him to be the main bad guy and also far more menacing i expected him to be like like really scary because he's very capable of that um and he wasn't he was far more human and relatable and i loved the way that they handled his relationship with keith where you know keith had to be you can tell that (laughs) keith liked the guy but he had to be honest like there's no chance that the two of them aren't going to eventually be at odds because even if he stops being criminal that day, he did these things and Keith will always know that. Mm-hmm. And and Keith is 100% the best dude ever. And one Indeed. of the wittiest people I've ever seen on screen. And such an amazing actor. Yeah. That scene where he is at the vending machine and he tells her he's going to quit. Oh my God! I, and he I says, gonna... "I'm going to eat a deep fried uh, pie, pie uh, fruit pie, and you being here is just going to ruin it for me." <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, come on! But and to even be able What's to pull crying? off that joke in the midst of that heart wrenching scene. Oh, so the only thing, the only, the only character that maybe got the short end of the stick, I think, uh, the returning characters would be Wallace. Like, it was nice to see him. He didn't really have a whole lot to do. I really, I, I was actually really fond of the fact that he became normal. like a normal person. And that was like kind of a thing that separated him and Veronica now. Like it made, she, of course she still loves the guy and she's always going to you know care for him. But they grew apart because she 
she's not she's not it was at least not interested in that kind of a life and he was and so they did and they they're still the way they are together but there's always going to be this disconnect between the two of them because he went for a very traditional life and that party that she threw like listening to all these people she's doing that for wallace because she loves that guy but but she's also going to get high in the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> With one of the new characters, which, uh, what was her name? Nicole? Yes. That it? She, uh, like, she was a nice add-on. It was just enough. It wasn't over the top. But, like, the fact that there was a another tough dame in the show, like, mm-hmm. seeing her throw on those sap gloves and 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 just knock the shit out of that guy, like... As soon as we heard what they, those people were doing, or that guy, mm-hmm. those two guys, the second guy didn't get cracked, he ran away. But like, your mind goes, man, so much to just pop that kid in the face. And it happened before you could finish the thought. Like, that character handled it perfectly. They, they, it wasn't out of, like, you expected it, which mm-hmm. makes it, it made it more satisfying. Yeah, and Veronica, I mean, in the absence of Mac not being on the show at all, and Wallace, as you guys say, like, them, they kind of grew apart, Veronica needed another friend. Yep. And the way she ended up handling that friendship showed that, you know, she's Veronica still, shouldn't have friends. <laughs> she's still not that good at, you know, friendship. I, it's, I, 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 like, that's, this, I feel, watch, not doing the rewatch before watching this was the right thing because now as I there was just enough in this season to remind me of all of the stuff that happened in the past but there are things that are are gone that when I rewatch this show it's going to be like watching it for the first time again and see knowing where it's going to see how if at all they sort of plotted that out like you could see the where this may go or is it possible kind of thing i am i'm truly interested to see how i how i feel about that or how it how i receive that information it's i'm glad you picked this karen thank you for making me watch the entirety of the season <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it was we, uh, like it was a true chore i mean we really <laughs> It was it was a great show with bad timing because I we, we loved watching it. But we had an extremely busy week, mm-hmm. and so we ended up binging the second half of the season last night and staying up much later than we normally do. And we put Stranger Things on hold for this too. We watched the first episode of Stranger Things, and then Veronica Mars dropped early, and we're like, "Shit, yeah, all right, let's just <laughs> let's just do this first. So conveniently and inconveniently for Evan, his hours have shifted at work so <coughs> past couple of days i've been at work at 3 30 in the morning and then getting home at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon so i could watch i watched an episode of veronica because i'm watching this by myself and then Angie and i would watch stranger things so we made it i made it through veronica and we made it through Stranger Things all at the same time, and it was so delightful. <laughs> and then we started falling asleep to uh, 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 the good place, which is also doing so. 
It's a good time for for Kristen Bell. What a Bellin. day to be you. Yeah, I mean, a couple of days. It's been a rough couple of days at work, but still, got to do what you got to do to get get the time in. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. So thumbs up all around. Is that is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, huge thumbs up. I do disagree that I, I disagree with the uh, decision to kill uh, Logan being a a a good one, but yes, overall, thumbs up. Very good show. Beautiful. Yeah. Same. Jolly good show. Jolly good show. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break. I think we've said all we can. We probably could go on for a, a bit longer, but we'll we'll take a break. And when we get back, um, we'll talk about some news. Stay tuned. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey guys, Vestlord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food? Muckbane right there. Twitch.tv slash Geekade. Guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We got emoticons. Uh, we got sub badges. We got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And if you just want to pop in, say hi, give us a follow. You know we really do appreciate it. Trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlore Global to a house near you, maybe even your house. So, guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade. See you then, guys. Stay Vestly, keep playing games. Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. Let's talk some news. First up, Chris, you posted this one. It's the Netflix Invaders in official teaser trailer. Uh, as you put it so aptly, it tells us nothing, yet somehow tells us everything. It is literally Zim sitting in a toilet laughing. And it yeah. is amazing. <laughs> sold <laughs> i mean it's, it's laughing yeah, it's laughter um lots of maniacal laughter as as only zim can deliver it's uh <laughs> and i mean mini moose is there mini moose is there yeah. he's always Spoilers. been, there, though. been yep. there the whole time been here the whole time <laughs> i it, this was it like when you posted this as the first one i was like this is a good way to start the news i like this because it was fun uh Arch- and it's like really really soon right yeah yeah it's pretty freaking wild because we're getting like that and Rocco's Modern Life real close to each other. 
Right. It's pretty weird. Uh, I'm trying to see. Does it even say? Uh, August 16th. I I had to click on the more info. August 16th. So how long has it been? When was the last Invader Zim? Oh, God. A long time ago. Long, long time ago. Good stuff. It's fun. If you haven't seen Invader Zim, it is definitely not your normal cartoon. It's pretty freaking weird. Um, I mean, it's Jonan Vasquez. It's yeah. It makes sense for where it's coming from, but it's a lot of fun. It's great stuff. So, Netflix, August 20... No, August 16th. Check it out. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, next up, today.com. So, all right, Lifetime may have fired her, but now they're going to retell her story. Um, Lifetime announces the <laughs> the movie based on the college admission scandal. Because, of course. Because, I, I'm sure, I'm actually quite surprised it took this long. Um, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, Lori, what, what is it, Laughlin? Laughlin, yeah. She, like, her career was Lifetime movies. Yeah, uh, that's what makes me laugh about this story is that, like, used to star in them and now she is one and they said you know due to the scandal we're not gonna they may not have said it in so many words but you know you're not working for us anymore by the way we're making your movie i i kind of wonder is that the ultimate dream for a life star a lifetime actress like <laughs> to not play that's gotta part, be it to be, right like to be the part wow i am the part they hired somebody to play me in a lifetime original why don't movie. they just hire her back <laughs> just cut out the middleman she's been there she knows she knows how to play the role it's just i, I don't know i want and and it was the way they explained it i feel so uh hold on Cross contract the movie will follow wealthy moms willing to stop at nothing to get their teenage children into the best possible colleges. Like that line made it seem like they were like striving and working hard for the best. And what it was was families that had money taking the easy way out. Yeah. So weird. I wouldn't I, like. That's not how I would have described this movie. <laughs> but I'm not their marketing team. So, um, does it say when it's coming? No, not da, da, da. no. But it's no. lifetime, so probably not that long. Not, not. Yeah. I can't imagine an awful lot of effort was really put into it. You know, no, probably not. <laughs> I'm just curious to see who they making Christmas movies. Do they though? (laughs) Curious to see who they pick to play the parts because both of those women are actresses. I want to see what actresses they get to play actresses. Well, you got to get an agent now, or you know they're just going to hire some shitty actress to play you in the reenactment. Yeah, Veronica Mars. Nice. All right. Um, So this next one, Chris, you saw it here on whatculture.com. I can't remember what site I saw it on. It was another offshoot type of site, so I don't know 
how reliable the information is, but I like the information, so I'm going to read it anyway. Tom Welling and Linda Carter returning for Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, I totally buy the Linda Carter because she was she's in, already on Super already on Supergirl, so that's not miles out of her way to you know reprise uh, some some flavor of a uh, Wonder Woman. The, the Tom Welling one would be interesting, and it certainly fits the narrative of they just seem to be trying to get everything that's ever been live-action DC together for this Crisis on Infinite Earths thing, which is it's a bold move. It sure seems exciting, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I just saw that uh, Supergirl season has completed, so I will be catching up with that. I am, I want to see this this crossover event i will watch yeah. and this says that according to cosmic book news okay whatever that is welling will reprise his character from the cw series burt ward returning as the 60 shows robin and linda carter herself will also be involved as wonder woman now, Burt Ward, I believe, has been confirmed. Right, I know he's involved, but we didn't know what his role was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, we don't know so what his role is. So him being 60s Robin is is new information. And Wonder Woman is, you know, that's also a new tidbit. Like, on Supergirl, she's the president. So, like, yeah. right. she could have just continued to be that. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it all happen again. So, <clears throat> it's... I like this is the ultimate like DC of like television movie event that they possibly could do and slap it all into their current popular on current running stuff like it makes so much sense that I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened yet well I mean it's certainly ambitious well given the relative quality of their you know, cinematic universe and their TV universe, this is the best shot they have yeah. of doing something like this. Yeah. And I always wanted to see Welling as, um, what is it? Is it Crisis? Superman yes. proper. The, we discussed it last. I don't know what Superman. Red Sun or. He's definitely not Red Sun. That's what I thought it was. It right. was uh, Kingdom Come. Was Kingdom Come. That's how, yeah. It's, I always thought that because, you know, he's on, um, what's the, the Lucifer now or was tom welling and he's still in the shape that he was he's you know graying out because he's just getting older like it it just fit and then when they said that roth was gonna play king of cups i'm like oh that's a missed opportunity and then this news came out later and i'm like all right you could throw him in the red sun costume i'm okay with seeing that too so what's Dean Kane going to do? <laughs> right. Just piss off a lot of people with his political views? Oh, snap. Well, can I mean, you call him and tell him to I, get involved? Like, I'll, I'll, you know. I'll call him. I'll say, hey, Dean, it's Evan. Uh, no. <laughs> and he'll say, show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, wrong Dean. Wrong Dean. Damn. Um, yeah. This this seems like it's going to be a. I want it to be a lot of fun, and there is the strong possibility, knowing how DC has a tendency to not make things fun, it could go that way. But I just want I want it to be fun. Make it fun. Lots of Superman. I feel like DC does a pretty good job of 
maintaining the fun on their TV properties. Right. But with the ambition that they're going for, they could be bringing in a couple of other, hey, let's do this this way. I mean, Zack Snyder's not going to be anywhere near it, so I think Are we're you sure safe. Though? <laughs> oh, Zack Snyder wouldn't sully his hands with this. With Zack Snyder is an—he's an artiste. <laughs> I know it's not the same person, but when you say like when you say Zack Snyder, I picture the um, the bit from the Jay and Silent Bob movie where they could oh, try and get the director, and he's like, was "Jesus a, Christ, I'm busy." And he's is that West Craven? West Craven? Yeah. yeah. Uh, good stuff good stuff all right um (sighs) deadline.com hitchhikers guide to the galaxy tv series in works at hulu from carton carlton cuss or coos and jason (laughs) fuchs sure let's go with that because it does look like another word um so Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Has it not? Wasn't it? It was a TV show once, wasn't it? Long wasn't time it? ago, though, right? That was yeah. I know 80s. it was. I know it was a radio show first. Did, well, first it was. I'm sure book. it was a book first. <laughs> but yes, then it was a radio series, and okay, it was a BBC TV series. Here, let me. British popular cultural stamp of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy originated as a comedy radio series and became a hugely successful series of novels that has been translated into more than 30 languages. So it started, according to this, as a radio series. I'm surprised. It's the first I've ever heard yeah, of that. Yeah, that's, that's the first I've ever heard of that, and I've loved that series for a long time, so I guess I'm just a jackass. <laughs> and I just read, not that I knew that stuff previously, so... Either way, Douglas Adams probably took it and expanded upon it and made it the beloved thing that it actually is. That does make sense to me because I know Douglas Adams was a TV writer, so. He, so, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was the culmination of five books? No, that was the first one. Okay. So they, at, there was a, a thing, I guess, at Barnes and Nobles or whatnot, that they took them all and put them all together, and they called mm-hmm. it something, and I thought that was what the Hitchhiker's Guide was, but that was just the first book. Hmm. Yeah, yep. it's the Hitchhiker's Guide, the restaurant at the end of the universe or something. Mm-hmm. Mostly harmless. <laughs> so long, thanks for all the fish. Restor- restaurant at the end of the universe, the Salmon of Doubt. Yes, mostly harmless and I'm trying to read it it's a tiny image but they tried to do a movie I enjoyed the movie um, I thought the movie was great yeah like the, I, the, the dude with the other hand in his neck I liked that like I, th- I thought they did a really good job with it that was a pretty neat way of uh, presenting Zephod mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. with like Instead of two heads next to each other, the second head in the neck was really freaking weird and just that, the right kind of weird, I it thought. It was the flip that made it. Every time his yeah. other head mm-hmm. popped out, it threw his first head back. Like, that made that imagery. And and I don't know if anybody but Sam Rockwell could have done that. Yeah, Sam Rockwell was, was great. I think everybody was great in that. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I really, really liked that movie, and I'm sad that it didn't go any further than that. Every time I think, okay, so when I think of Sam Rockwell, there's two things that pop into my head. One, 
that every time he is on screen, he dan- he is dancing. Don't know why. Whatever movie, television show, he will end up dancing in some way, shape, or form. Two, the visual of them running through the the, the field with all of the, I guess they're like rakes that just kept thwapping yes. them in the like that from that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie pops into my head, and the sheer terror that he is screaming as they're running. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's in development at Hulu via ABC Signature. So I'm I was reading was this one? No, it it was just those two. Um, So the series is ordered. I'm trying to see if there's a date. Nope, it's just in the works. Uh, They tried. Oh, remember? Oh wait, no. Did we talk about Dirk Gently? I know I discussed the comic. I think we watched yeah, it. Yeah, we watched it. Okay, so we watched Dirk Gently. That was also um, an Adams TV show. Uh, that was BBC. So this doesn't have anything to do with BBC? No, just ABC. So, yeah. Carlton. I'm sure that there's some connection to the BBC because I feel like they find they're involved in most things in some way shape or form even though it doesn't say it here we're gonna watch that show and the bbc logo is gonna show up and we're like okay that makes sense yeah sure um jason fuchs uh, writer for wonder woman and ice age continental drift uh carlton was the showrunner love for lost tom clancy's jack ryan and lock and key so there's some bona fides there that works i have uh I'm cautiously optimistic as a yeah. fan it's, of the existing stuff. But it's, it's yet again, if they stick with the source material, they'll be fine. I mean, because those were six well-written books, very good storytelling, and, you know, visually ripe for just being put on... A TV series. I don't. But think- it is one of the few books I've actually I've actually read, and it is certainly the type of thing that doesn't strike me as very easy to adapt to a movie or visual concept. Although I do think that you know a uh, a TV series in the modern like a, a streaming modern TV series is a much better fit for this than say uh, a. Um, an hour and a half, two hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that was, that was, it seemed the, the problem with the original movie, like they, it was truncated. Like they fit a lot of that book into an hour and a half, two hour long movie. And there was, there was more, it had longer legs. It could have gone further. And that was the good thing about the books. Like, you know, you get to read it and make your own mental movie. Um, get given the the time to you know tell the story properly over multiple seasons will be beneficial for this as long as they don't veer off of those six books they should be fine all right next up screenrant.com i seeing as i'm so far behind i totally forgot that he is gone but jeremy jordan announces his return for supergirl season five Yay! yay I, I feel like that's a big win for that show. Yes, I always liked their oh, camaraderie. I hate you so much. Um, His character's name is Wynn. Yes, big win. Huh. Um, 
Though, Good night, everybody. The Get question remains, if he is coming back, are they still doing the battle van stuff? Where he he was. Have we haven't watched any of this season. What is yeah? I, what I is Jimmy doing these days? Is he still fighting oh, crime? Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, is he still you know guardian? What? They was outed. That's the la- like. Th- I think that was the last thing I remember seeing was that they had he was outed as guardian. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they did with him this season, but I do know that he is leaving the show in season five. I just read that this evening, but really? it didn't seem like. Newsworthy enough to like. I think it's actually in, in this its own story. Goal. Oh. I could have sworn somewhere. I, feel I, like saw, the I news saw that too. Would be he uh, has become useful somehow, and they yeah. f- they found a place for him on the show. <laughs> Apparently, he uh, is. Um, what do you call it? He's like just working on his own projects. And who, who are we talking about? Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. He's like. He's a recording artist, apparently, Ooh. and he wants you know more time to work on his own stuff. So he's leaving the show of his own free will. Is the story? Of course, okay. you know. <laughs> well, I mean, if they were going to write him out for being useless, it probably would have happened a long time ago. <clears throat> so I'm as I'm reading this again. This is when Jordan left the series at the end of season three. Wynn traded places with Legion of Superheroes member Brainiac Five, traveling yes. a thousand years into the future to act as their science and technology expert. Yeah, I didn't really get that because did he travel Brainiac. a thousand years into the future to be yeah, a science they, like, and technology Brainiac expert? Brainiac stayed behind. So, like when Brainiac showed up, he kept making fun of Wynn. <laughs> And, like, everything being all, like, old and backwards. Mm-hmm. And, like, eventually Wynn showed him some stuff that kind of impressed him. But I didn't think that they ever got to the point where the things that Wynn were doing was doing was so impressive that he would have been a better science-like person in the future than frickin' Brainiac. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That seemed a little weak sauce there. But, hey, good for him. I mean, the truth of the matter is, Jeremy Jordan wanted to take off and do Broadway for a while, and now he wants to come back. Yeah, and like that's great. I'm glad he's coming back. I loved that character. I loved him being a part of the show. Go team. Go team, Supergirl. All right. Chris, uh, you posted up this next one. Um, (laughs) I'm going to click on it. I'm going to click the translate button again and see if it actually works this time, because the first time did not translate properly can you explain to me what this uh yeah it was a week or two ago um i don't know remember the name of the studio but there was a a a japanese animation studio that had a just terrible fire uh there was like something like 30 people were killed or something it was really really it was really really bad and um they all uh, as one of the many really bad things that were involved is they thought that they had lost all of their work, like all their previous work, all the, everything that they were working on. They thought everything was gone. Um, okay. And it turns out that uh, they recovered. There was a concrete room that had a server in it. And because the room was designed the way that it was, it wound up that um, uh, neither the fire nor the sprinkler system actually... Uh, made it through the room nice. and uh the this this server survived and they were able to recover a considerable portion of the work that they thought was uh lost and gone forever which i think is uh is is pretty great because it's a, it was a pretty big tragedy 
And, so uh, was it a studio that at all you're familiar with? I don't. I, I honestly don't okay. think so. All right, because I it 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 translated this time. It's from Ashi A S A H I dot com. Uh, succeeded in recovering original data from burnt out free server. So Koyoto Animation. That's the animation studio. Um, which is that's great because you know that speaks for of to two things one if you do have a server backing up your stuff put it in a concrete room two the cloud is your friend because the cloud can't catch on fire that you know of as of right now <laughs> uh it's it's great that that all of that stuff has has not been lost um so yeah good 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 that's positive news for that art studio um let's switch over to some sad news tmz.com gives us the information that the voice of Minnie mouse actor russi russi taylor has died at 75 now i it's 9:26 that's my watch Okay. It has a Minnie Mouse setting where she will point to the time and say what time it is. Oh, that was adorable. Now, um, it did not in here explain how she passed. Uh, they did say that uh, she passed away at her home in Southern California. Uh, she's been in more. She's been credited with more than eighty plus Minnie Mouse voices, and she's worked on a number of other. Yeah, characters, she's done a ton of stuff. Ton of ton of stuff. But the the clip in here from the Valentine's Day movie, oh, just broke my heart. Because then I found out that the two of them were married. Yeah, she was married to the guy who voiced Mickey, oh, which is the sweetest thing. It truly is. And he died in two thousand nine. Yeah. So now they're. Uh, if you believe that sort of thing, they're together again. It's it's. She landed the role in do do do. Oh. Nineteen eighty-seven. That's how long she's been doing the voice of Minnie Mouse. And let's see, she's done other iconic characters: Pebbles on the Flintstones, Mackleberry Twins, uh, Papa, and and Martin Martin. She's Martin. The, on the Simpsons? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look at that. Uh, she's well, also that she was saying she was Martin Lawrence. No, 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 so. no. No, she, it's, it's the, this took a weird the turn. The Mackleberry Twins and Martin Prince on the on the Simpsons. I think she's uh, Uder, too, on the Simpsons. <laughs> that's great. Big bucket of win for her. We're sorry to see her go. Sad, sad times. All right. I, out of curiosity, Chris and Karen, you had a conversation on our feed about an article, but I did not ch- click in fast enough to actually see it. What was it? Because you removed That's it. That's a good question. No, oh, I, 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 nobody I forget. removed it. <laughs> I removed it. Oh. All right. I erased it because you're like, oh, yeah, this is old news. And now I can't remember what it was. I was crazy curious. especially. I think the curiosity peaked as soon as I saw that you removed it. But other than that... All right, um, Variety.com brings us news. Lord of the Rings series at Amazon sets full creative team, and boy, oh boy, is it a hell of a team. There's a lot of credentials in here. Um, 
Executive producer Lindsay Weber, responsible for 10 Cloverfield Lane, Bruce Richmond, Game of Thrones, Gene Kelly, Boardwalk Empire. Like, boom. That's a lot of talent right there. Then uh, head of genre programming. Like, there's... I'm looking at all... The people that are involved in this series have been involved in so many different things. And um, there was one that I was like, hmm... All right. I think it was just the 10 Cloverfield lane that I was like, no, that's the only one that didn't fit for me. Oh, Suicide Squad for the the costumes. That threw me. But they did have costumes in that movie, so. It's true. There were costumes. Lots of costumes. So, yeah, they only one actress, I think it was. um, Australian actress. Oh, Markella Kavanaugh. Uh, that's the only one who has been, like, slated to actually play a role in this. But other than that, it's the creative team that has been officially announced. Um, this is, am I understanding? It's proceeding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Storyline proceeds J.R.R. Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring. So, good on them. I like, that's, now that the creative team is going i guess they're gonna start like like this is, seems to be like it's gonna be a huge undertaking so we probably got a ways to go before we see anything but hey yeah i buy that lord of the rings more lord of the rings just a lot of walking a lot of walking Those movies okay did, randall they, they, they never did i'm not like i loved the books <laughs> I grew up on those books. It, the movies did not translate for me, and I'm not going to say that they were bad. I just it, it the I, it's the 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 movie in my mind was better. How's that? Um, all right. So curious. This next one, you both were posting it at apparently the same time. Are you guys Jack Ryan fans? We liked the first season. Yeah, we liked okay. the first season. It was I just, am a fan of the books. Oh. It was just funny. I was like rolling through, and I had f- I just finished watching the trailer, and I was like, oh, hey, look, the trailer for season two. That's neat. And then I hit Control-C to copy the link, and I went over there, and like as I'm moving my hand to press Control-V, <laughs> boop, it shows up. I'm like, huh, that's funny. <laughs> So, uh, the link is to a YouTube trailer for Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan Season 2. Um, I have I've never... I can't... I don't think I've ever watched any of the Jack Ryan series. Are there- the, the season one of this was my first, uh, my first uh, foray into the universe of Jack Ryan. You know, I like me some John Krasinski. He's a yeah. tall drink of water. I like him. Yeah, yeah. It's, there have been multiple movies right oh yeah and multiple people playing the role of jack ryan right uh, ben Harrison affleck Ford, Baron ben affleck yeah yeah and i i don't know how the hell i think it was i think it was hunt for red october was my first um tom clancy thing right uh I think I must have watched the movie and then I like was like, all right, let me check out the book. And then I was like, oh, shit, there's a million books and they're all kind of like over the top, ridiculous spy stuff. And that's what I love about them. 
and I, I did, and, and I'm more than happy to see more of John Krasinski doing this amazing crazy stuff. Oh, after tracking a potentially suspicious shipment of illegal arms in the Venezuelan jungle, CIA officer Jack Ryan heads down to South America to investigate. Part of the appeal of Jack Ryan is that he's supposed to just be an analyst and work in an office. And he always ends up getting thrown into these tactical situations in the field that he's not really qualified for, but he's he smart. He always comes out on top kind So of thing. he, like, figures out a way to get through them. He wasn't even supposed to be here today. <laughs> exactly. He is the Dante of the spy world. <laughs> oh, write that down, please. Thank you. Come on. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, I'm glad. I, I, I don't know. I've never... Like, I... I I understand the appeal of this two ways. I mean, Jack Ryan fans in themselves, and then, um, you know, the the office tie-in kind of thing. Um, I've never been interested in watching it, so knowing that you two watched it and have liked it, I may partake. I may check it out. Uh, TVGuide.com brings us the next bit. And I could have sworn just last week we were stating that this was not going to happen. <laughs> Amazon wants more good omens and Fleabag. Now, I don't know about Fleabag, but I could have... Never s- even heard of that one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, we're going to watch it. Is it about a dog? No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's a fantastic comedy on Amazon Prime, and we're probably going to watch it soon. Okay. Um, S- is go it, ahead. Is it... Is it season two a bull? Is what uh, there are two seasons. Uh, the creator has said that's all she wants to do. Okay, but this what this story is really saying is not that there are going to be more of either of these shows, but that Amazon wants them. Okay, because Good Omens, I could have sworn they flat out said that's it. We're done. We're done telling. Um, yeah. Um, Neil Gaiman said that he's not going to be involved anymore, that that's it's a self-contained story and he did what he wanted to do. However, and I just learned this in this article, there is an unpublished sequel novel to Good Omens. Of course there is. <laughs> and Amazon wants it. Whether or not they get it and what they do with it, we don't know. But it exists and they want to do it. I don't so know how I feel about that. it's kind of up to Neil Gaiman to decide whether we get more of that. I want to see more different Neil Gaiman stuff. I'm okay with Good Omens just being the one. He's got a lot of... I really of, want to read that book. I Yeah. I'll go with that first. <laughs> I don't know that I want it made into TV, but I want to read the shit out of that book. <laughs> uh, I, Neil Gaiman has such a ripe history with writing and comics and whatnot like there's other stuff for them to do i think they should go down that route he is a very good storyteller well they are making sandman so you get your wish hey that's true all right and finally deadline.com i could have sworn we spoke about this also at some point in time uh hulu picks up all seasons of designing women will launch classic sitcom on women's equality day august 26th why, why did we talk about designing women? Like, no, because th- this was just announced last week. I feel like there was a negative story. Like they 
the, the oh there was a woman who was involved in the creation who came out and said like one of the executives was you know was that it like she was shunned because yeah that's what it was yeah that's what it was linda bloodworth thompson could be yeah uh, created the show on august 26th women's (laughs) okay my parents used to watch that show after i went to bed what's that i'm sorry my parents used to watch that show after i went to bed i remember that show i remember being funny um lots of southern accents so i totally i and you know it's right there in the title but i totally forgot that it was about a a design team like i I, they 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 did interior design i forgot Mm -hmm. that and now the title makes so much more sense to me yeah, no, it's not. A, it's not about actually designing women. I, I thought it was more like designing their lives, kind of, you know, whatever. Just a weird sort of. But no, they're they were interior designers. Um, the show is praised for being ahead of its time, and that has always been out there because it it tackled a lot of topics. It 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 it's, it should be something that was made today, uh, but it was made in what the eighties, mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Ran from 1986 to 1993. So it's going to end up on Hulu, right? That's what I said. Yeah. So yep. it's going to get a new life. That's that's great. It was, a, it was a well-received show. Good. Finding a new home. <sighs> it's been a long day, people. That's all it I has. got of the news. I mean... Today was I tried to nap. It sort of worked, not so much. I had had Justice League playing in the background, and I feel like I heard all of the episodes, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because I have seen them all already. But I think it's time to wrap it up, Chris. I'm about to. You have to pause your game. (laughs) No, I was just waiting. Yeah, Chris, you got a spiel for me? It's warm it up, Chris, not wrap it up, Chris. Oh, whatever. You can get in touch with us at mail at geekate.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade, find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris, that's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And K- uh, Evan is at... <laughs> Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you, Chris. Before I pass it off to you to, to give us our homework, I want to just do a quick shout out to the fact that we, at the beginning of this episode, I throw in a commercial for the Pitathon. Uh, that is fastly approaching. Um, the, the yearly event that puts us against some of the worst, most difficult games out there for a good cause. So please pay attention to our social media we are posting stuff about it just about every day if i'm not mistaken 
uh, some great artwork from Angie, uh, some information about what games we'll be playing, when, uh, all of it going to try to trying to raise money for the colorectal cancer alliance to 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 put an end to a horrible disease that you know has been a part of us and and our your guys lives for much longer than us but now it's become a a thing for all of us you know we we here at geek 8 are a little family and we take this on every year and hopefully we're, we're gonna raise a good chunk of change and and try to throw it at this problem so please pay attention uh, Facebook, Twitter. I know we're going to be putting stuff on some stuff on Instagram, and if you have the availability, please donate if you can, or just stop by and check us out. We'll be on Twitch for twenty four hours. <laughs> hmm. Followed by some bonus rounds. <laughs> so we'll be on for twenty four hours straight, and then right after we pick, right after we we end at ten a.m. on Sunday, and pass then out. we've got <laughs> other streamers covering us until six o'clock Sunday night. Fantastic. So just, what's that, 36 hours, give or take? It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of hours. So, But it's all for a good cause, and we love to do it. So please help us out if you can. All right, Chris. Hey. It's your turn this week. What's the homework? It is my turn this week, and this probably won't surprise anybody if you've known what my life has been like for the last couple of weeks. But I think it is time for us to watch the Cephal and Ollie show. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, Siffle. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, sorry to to put you through the torture, but uh, I think we should watch Siffle and Ali, uh, season one, episode ten. Season one, episode ten. Is that now? If you are doing this on Amazon, where you'll be watching the best of Siffle and Ali, each one episode is two episodes squished together. So you would basically be watching the second half of episode five is what we'll be talking about. But okay. in the original episodes as they aired, this is season one, episode 10. Okay. So Syphil and Ollie, season one, episode 10. Um, fair warning, people. If you have not seen Syphil and Ollie, buckle up. It is an interesting, interesting time. So there you have it, people. That's all we got for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Weevils wobble, but they don't fall down. (laughs) Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.